Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We had a long video to start this week's episode of Smackdown, reminding us that it is going to be Roman Reigns versus LA Knight at Crown Jewel. It also reminded me that John Cena seven days ago and said, ha, 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 LA Knight has earned this. I was like, has he earned it? I mean, I'm happy that he's got it because he's a super duper guy, but I have decided this equals two plus two equals potato, which is why, hello, welcome to Smackdown Ups and Downs, and I'm wearing my Indiana Jones cap, and I'm wearing my strange glasses. And why? Because I can, because nothing ever has to make any sense. Read the t-shirt, up those downs. Paul Heyman was just stood in the ring at the start of Smackdown. That's a bit weird. How long has he been there? He was basically Mr. Exposition because he was all like, oh, do you remember how Jimmy Uso had screwed over Cody Rhodes and Jimmy Uso on Raw, which made him feel warm and fuzzy in his tum-tum. And yes, once again confirmed that we are getting LA Knight versus Roman Reigns at that premium live event. Heyman then said that he is just like all of us, apart from the fact that he is rich, because he loves LA Knight. And as soon as the fans started going, yeah, he got all mad because he hates it when they do that. He also thinks that at the pay-per-view premium live event, it will be the last time we see La in a wrestling ring because Roman Reigns is going to smash him up so bad. I was like, now we're wishing retirement upon the guy? I think we've gone too far. He also had said Knight's name way too much, so as per the wrestling rules, out came this man and everybody was going crazy. He was obsessed with noise. He was like, listen, Paul Heyman, you're making too much noise because a lot of what is coming out of your mouth is just noise. As always, somehow he made it work. He also told Paul to leave the ring because he wants the tribal chief. And when Heyman tried to go, he was like, no, you need to stay. And even if you thought I said to go, I actually meant don't go anywhere. So once again, I was kind of melting down here. But tick his box. I just care about what he has to say. He also mentioned that everybody keeps threatening him. And if Paul does keep doing that, he'll smack him so hard. His hair will go back to grey, which I thought was a very good line. And also talked about the fact that Roman had speared him on last week's episode of Smackdown, which he had seen as a warning shot. But LA Knight doesn't do warning shots, and he is just going to rock up to Saudi Arabia and take this WWE Championship because he needs it. Yeah. He also said that if somebody is going to put him down, they better do it for good, which means kills him when he reminded us that he is the fasting rising star in Smackdown history but that won't be as quick as he wins this belt. Once again, that was also gibberish, but I was just clapping like a seal. We then learned that there will be a contract signing next week because WWE, as he told Heyman, this is his game, and he slammed the microphone into the chest and he walked off. I'm like, wow, man, it's a good thing Edge did leave recently, because all of a sudden this guy has it. And yes, look, I don't think LA Knight is actually going to win in Saudi Arabia, but here's how I have to look at it, and you can call me a positive PA hole. A year ago, he was Max Dupree and almost getting fired. And here he is in the main event of a major show. 
That just makes me warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. Giving it up. We then saw the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley in the back because they were pumping up Montez Ford because he was about to have a match with Santos Escobar. Now, I think the main reason for this is to once again underline that Montez and Angelo Dawkins are bad guys because during this, Ford was way more aggressive than usual. Looked like he was booting him for real. He also knocked Santos to the outside as Bobby Lashley looked on like a proud dad. And Montez Ford is still bouncing around like one of the best high flyers in the game at the moment. I kind of pondered this and I was like, should he be doing this if he does want to be a super duper bad guy? I don't think I have the answer for you. Hilarious Santos then got back into this because he did hit the ultimate combat move of 2023, the crossbody. And sure, he only got a one-two-oo, but if you have been looking for the brand new maneuver of the day, trust me, it's the body of the cross. They were then reversing all their finishes as we did get this awesome Frankenstein off the top, but this is where the referee got confused. So Dawkins grabbed Escobar, he threw him into Simba the Still Steps, and of course it meant the LWO and everybody else started to brawl. So Montez Ford was like, ha ha, and he hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. The surprise roll up. The fighting then continued to out came Carly to make the save, which was cool. Sorry, I shouldn't have said it. Mostly because I just love Carlito. I'm going to give this an up. Here is the deal, though. Across all of wrestling, that's right, every single promotion, the distraction roll-up finish is back with a vengeance. And dare I say that we are doing it a little bit too much. So this isn't actually this match's fault. It has just fallen in a very bad position because you've got to give it a down. Because just a teeny part of me, a teeny part of me was like, oh, man, not again. It's wrestling. You can do whatever the flub you want. Now let's just leave it and move on. And they got even worse than the LWO because they were in the back with Rey Mysterio. And he was like, man, I really do love those guys. But if you want to come to the cinema with me later, or, you know, hang out with me while I talk to Logan Paul, well, I don't need you there. And I was like, Ray, these guys are definitely going to screw you over. We went right from this into Goofy Wrestling for Life 2 because I was happy because Howard was pretty deadly <laughs> celebrating their win last week by enjoying a wonderful spa. Now this got absolutely crazy, because that's Elton Prince and Kit Wilson were sat there just speaking a bunch of nonsense that made me chuckle. All of a sudden, the brawling brutes ran in, they beat these guys up, and then they decided to go to the pub. I was like, hang on a minute. This is an assault in a public space. You can't do this. Bring it down, cry encounter. That's pretty deadly though, because they're always happy to be the butt of the joke. And of course, this was just silly billy stuff. As I wake up and realize every single day as I do get older, my word, do I need the silliness. Sometimes life can be well too serious. Give me an up. Jimmy Uso, Sonos, Akara, and Paul Heyman were then backstage. And man, Jimbo was going, man, did you see what I did do on Raw? I am now definitely the quarterback. I was like, Jim, Roman Reigns is going to rip off your arm. But they cut right to John Cena too, da do da do because he was in the ring. He was so pumped up that this was a sold-out crowd. I mean, he went crazy. He also had some sad news as well, though, because for some reason, in his spare time, he needs more hobbies. He had been looking up records after talking about Roman Reigns' record title run. And yeah, it has been 2,002 days since he last won a match on television. And that goes back to 2018. And who remembers then? Now, it was a little bit like Cena. Does this actually count? Because you did go away for ages. And just when it seemed like he was going to, I don't know, have a meltdown, he was like, I believe in me and you believe in me. And I was so like, oh my gosh, please say Bo leave and have Bo Dallas come out. Didn't happen. He does still think he can go, however. And by this time, he was just massively teasing that he was going to have a proper match. And he said, whoever is stupid enough to walk out of that curtain right now, we're going to get into some fisty cuffs. Of course, Solo Sokoa's music hit because these two don't like each other. 
he don't care about your promo battle. He got in the ring and he just attacked John. I was like, Solo, you such a car. Timmy Uso also came out, because of course that's what these guys do, when there was a hooded figure. I was like, man, this is totally out of control. But when they did reveal themselves, who the flab was it? It was Jay Uso, who had infiltrated SmackDown, and this actually allowed John Cena to hit the AA onto that damn Solo. We also had a bunch of security guards in here trying to break things up. As we know, wrestling security guards suck. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Especially when they are bald. And I can only assume when we get to Crown Jewel, we are going to do Cena versus Solo. And I was like, John, even if you do win that, that doesn't count as a TV match. Still, the fact we are getting this, I think, is pretty cool. And if we do let Sokoa win, that is going to be absolutely massive. And also, he can then return to the US and be like, ha ha, Roman, I beat the GOAT, so now I should be the tribal chief. Because don't forget, we are going to have to do that much soon. I am excited. Give me a nap. Then got another Alba Fire and Isle of Dawn video after this, so I suppose they will be challenging for the tag title soon, when we actually started to muck around with the draft. Huh. So we went to see the new general manager of Friday Nights, who was talking to the Raw general manager, Adam Pearce. And because Jay Uso was there, he was like, listen to me, Jay, you shouldn't have come on my show because it is my show and you shouldn't be on my show. And therefore, I am going to fine you $10,000. Damn. We better not start doing retro punishments because the whole WWE locker room is screwed. Because Adam was there too. He was like, wait a minute. People are always jumping around the place. So maybe you want to think about that. And after Aldous had told security to remove Jay, he looked at Pierce and said, you know what? You can go too. And I was like, oh, shit, it's on. Pierce couldn't believe this and even said, let the games begin. So surely this is going to tie into war games because we are going to get this big hoopla. But also, if we actually at some point do Nick Aldis versus Adam Pierce, I search my feelings. I don't actually have a problem with that at all. I can't even tell you why. It's just what my Tootsie Tolls told me. And straight away, I was like, look, we haven't done the GM thing for a while, but this is working. Keep doing this. It was actually interesting and make me do funny things with my hand. Give me a nap. When this mad show continued, because here came Logan Paul, apparently walking like a robot. He did mention his fight. 
with Dylan Dallas than he had last week, although fair play to him. He did call it a farce because he should have known if he wanted real competition. It was right here in WWE. If you went really quiet, you could just hear WWE management smiling with happiness. Logan also compared Dylan to somebody who hides behind the mask of social media, and therefore he wants to talk about another man who hides behind a mask. That's right, it was a dig at Rey Mysterio. Someone needs to explain to Logan how Mexican wrestling works. He also told us that in his first match, he did beat Rey Mysterio. And as Michael Cole would inform us later, that was actually in a tag team match. But back then, it was so long ago, Dominic Mysterio was still Rey Mysterio's son. LA Knight didn't even work here, although he technically did. And Roman Reigns was still showing up to work to wrestle. <laughs> I don't think he said that by accident. Something is brewing. Logan also said he doesn't actually care about Ray, but he does care about the thing that Ray has, which is the United States title. So, I was always here on ups and downs. We were ahead of the game, because what did I tell you? GTS, hey, geese title shot. So given that recently he did beat up one deadbeat dad, why doesn't he do that to another one? Which is when Ray did come out. Now we know how the wrestling rules work. Mysterio must be happy to respond <laughs> to being called deadbeat dad. So now we know. As always, Mysterio knows what he's doing, though, and he's like, listen, Logan Paul, you actually do remind me of my condom, son, because you're very talented, you are a natural at this, but you've also got a big mouth. I was like, man, I think you could have been a bit more violent there. Although he did say something in Spanish, and everyone went, ooh, I don't know what that was. I don't speak Spanish. Therefore, Logan does need a good humbling. And while he was a bit worried about doing it with Dom Dom, because of course that was his sperm, Logan Paul has nothing to do with his penis. So he's absolutely going to whip his ass. So they agreed to do this at Crown Jewel, where Logan Paul said, let's shake hands. And Ray shook his hands. And that was it. They all just walked off. Ha! But I would imagine this is somewhat of a ruse, because I do believe when we get to that show, Logan Paul will become the United States champion. Look, I've got no problem with this. It's not like he's not dedicating himself to the cause, and it's not like he's not really, really good, because he is. And again, there'll be some kind of nonsense. I mean, maybe Jake Paul gets involved. They want to do that for ages. But either way, I actually do want to see this. I think it's going to be bloody fabu. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Giving it an up. But then got Austin Theory and Grayson Waller, the greatest new tag team in WWE, taking on Dragon Lee and Cameron Grimes. I know we set this up last week, but that is a weird team. You just knew what was going to happen here, which did make me a bit confused. Two plus two equals potato. Because Dragon Lee and Cameron Grimes especially need wins right now. They haven't that long been up from NXT. But of course, they did suffer the L. Mostly, though, I did enjoy this just because Austin and Grayson are such wonderful dickheads. Although at one point, Dragon Lee and Cameron Grimes did this Russian leg sweep. I tell you, they killed Grayson Waller. When was the last time we said that about flipping Russian leg sweep? The thing is, when we came back from commercial, all of a sudden the bad guys were in control. So I guess we have to make it up for ourselves. So I'm going to say that Austin Theory asked Grayson Waller to teach him some Australian. He was all like, good day, mate. When they got into trying to understand the rules of Australian rules football. Now, of course, nobody can understand that. And all of a sudden, Cameron Grimes overheard this. And he went into a trance because he couldn't believe it. Which when the bad guys punched him in the face. That'll do. Dragon Lee eventually got the DDT and the hot tag to Cameron, who did the ultimate comeback move of 2023, the crossbody, and he got a 1-2-oo. So this is now moving into Canadian destroyer territory. Why do it? It never works. He also followed up with a German suplex Gutentag when Austin Theory panicked. He just raked his eyes. I need more 80s moves in my life. Cameron then felt like he should end this. We went for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, but instead Grayson Waller was here. He hit that rolling stunner kind of a thing when Austin got in with the A-Town down. And that was it. One, two, three. I mean, there was some kind of distraction and interference here. But ultimately, 
they still flipping got defeated. And we didn't pin Dragon Lee here, which I did think was smart, because again, he's only been here two weeks. But let's make sure we have a plan for these guys. But also on the flip side, let's make sure we have a plan for Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, because they are absolutely wonderful. When Kevin Owens was here, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot you moved to SmackDown. I'm an idiot. Kathy Kelly tried to make him cry straight away because she was all like, oh, what about Sami Zayn? And KO admitted he kind of just misses his friend. But the flipping Shawshank Redemption. It is bittersweet though because he now does have a clean slate. And on SmackDown, there's a bunch of guys he can wrestle for the first time, such as Rey Mysterio and Sheamus. How the hell have we got to 2023 and we've never seen those fights? It's basically just some new faces to punch though. When he said to Kathy, do you have any requests about people I should thump? She was like, I can't possibly answer that. So do you know which names Owens came back with? Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. Well, I was like, man, Kevin Owens, you are the best. So this did do what we should have done, which was reestablish Kevin Owens as a single star. Well, I can still feel it once again, deep down in my bones. Somehow this is just going to end with Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. I don't know how. What I do know, this was just KO sat there talking. I'm still like, man. I'm such a fan. To the point I'm giving it an up. Doesn't deserve any rating. It didn't really achieve anything, but it's just so damn good. And then speaking about things that absolutely achieved what they were aiming for, we got to our main event, Women's Championship, EO Sky versus Charlotte Flair. You gotta go out of your way to see this. I mean, you can say whatever you want about Charlotte, but when she does pull the trigger, she can go. And that is the same for EO Sky as well. So they totally killed her. Charlotte was just laying her stuff in to begin with. I mean, this was super stiff when all of a sudden Bailey grabbed her leg for the distraction. What did EO do? A massive dive. I mean, what else? Maybe a crossbody. It's almost like this was built into her brain. And talking about brains, the way Flair got back into this is she just booted EO Sky right in her brain holder. I was like, man, that can't have been good. EO fought back by just flipping and flopping around Charlotte. It was actually quite the amazing thing to see when Flair grabbed her and slammed her into the ring apron. And the ring apron... Hang on. Ugh, why are we back again? Because that bald idiot has run out of ideas. Ugh, I can't believe it. I tell you, I went to a birthday party of his once, and his parents were like, what a disappointing child. They are 100% right. Yeah. Right after this as well, we got a crazy top rope bomb of power for a one-two-ooh, and then we got the double knees, we got the cross face, when there was this absolutely nuts German suplex, that's far, estrulic. We then got a chop battles, you just heard this for a little bit, when all of a sudden I think Charlotte's A button got stuck. She just went full away slam, full away slam, full away slam. Sky then tried to retaliate with a flying nothing, but she went right into a Boston crab. I was like, wait a minute, Charlotte's not even from Boston. Flair then got kicked right into Tina the turnbuckle, and Eo Sky went for the moonsault, but went right into her knees, and that looked horrible. And as soon as she followed up for the spear and she had the one, two, three, Bailey grabbed Sky's leg and she put it on the ropes. Damn you, damage control. This obviously pissed off Flair, and she just went after Bailey and threw her right over Alan the announce table. But you know the deal. If you are a wrestler in a wrestling match and you focus on a wrestler and outside of the wrestling match, you forget about the person that's in the wrestling match when she turned around and went for the spear. Io had magically got the women's championship as she was holding it against her chest, meaning Charlotte went right into that and knocked herself out. This is like the Bret Hart Goldberg stuff. But I love that finished Sky Pinter 1 2 3. Now, I actually would have done away with all the shenanigans and just let EO Sky win, but this was damn good. And once again, that ending sequence, I thought it was Fabu giving it up. Damage Control obviously jumped right into the ring after this and started to beat up Charlotte Flair when who made their return to smack her down? It was the Mountie. And he had his music, you remember that? I'm the Mountie. 
It wasn't the Mountie. Instead, it was Bianca Belair, and I must be a massive fan because I popped this at home like a massive nerd. She cleared the ring of damage control when Bianca looked at Charlotte and Charlotte looked at Bianca. Now, of course, we're going to do some tag matches here, which is kind of redonkulous because Charlotte and Bianca should never team given their history. But I actually thought this was a lovely way to end a very good episode of Friday Night Smackdown. So, of course, I am going to give it an up. And again, please drop me a comment below and let me know what you thought about this. But it just feels like the build to the Saudi Arabia show and Survivor Series is in full gear. That's a terrible thing. I shouldn't have said that. People are going to go crazy. The point is, massive tick. Also, please do like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Click the ups and downs on the screen, which is for AEW Dynamite. Let's support all professional wrestling. And just have a great day. We're never going to have this day again, so embrace it as much as you can. Listen, I will see you all over the weekend, because we shot up those downs for Bound for Glory, then Collision, then Raw, then Dynamite, there'll be another pay-per-view, then I must sleep. Will I? No? What? Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.